What's up, sisters? Welcome back to another episode of For My Sisters with Dell Podcast. Can you believe that this is episode 10 already? Like, time is flying. And not only is it episode 10, but I have a very special guest. This is our first guest on the podcast. So, round of applause for that. Super excited to have Jessie Sannon with us, coaching with Miss Jessie CEO. She's going to introduce herself in a second. But as you can see from the title, we're talking about closure. This is very timely, not only for me, for a couple people I know. Honestly, we can never get too much information and insight when it comes to closure. But before we dive into today's topic, I want to remind you to look in the description box down below, or if you are listening on your platform of choice, then check out the podcast show notes because that's where I have all the links um, to my clothing line, which a relaunch is coming soon to our sponsors, which Jesse actually is one of our sponsors. You've heard me advertise her before. Um, make sure you check out her stuff as well. That's where you'll see the link to my YouTube channel if you're not watching on YouTube. And that's where you'll also see links to Single Saved in the City. If you are a Christian single woman, doesn't matter where you're located. We are into community. We travel together, do events together, and it's about self-development. So if that sounds good to you, if you're ready to travel with some other sisters in Christ that are single, you're ready to like fellowship and just do all the things, check us out at singleandsavedinthecity.com. Join the newsletter. You'll see a box where you can put your email and that way you don't miss any announcements. There's a lot of great things coming down the pike. But without further ado, I'll let you guys explore that later. Let's go ahead and get into today's topic. So, Jesse, can you introduce yourself to us? Tell us who you are. Well, hello, hello, good evening, good day, good morning, whatever time you are hearing this podcast. Um, welcome. First and foremost, thank you for having me. I am really excited to be here, and I am looking forward to a great conversation, especially on this topic. It is very near and dear to me as well. I am a, a certified life coach, and I am concentrating in the areas of confidence. However, I have now introduced the area of trauma. So basically, the uh, purpose of that is to kind of show like behind the scene of what it came what I where I came from with building my confidence. Like what did I have to endure and uh, and I imagine the same for uh, my clients as um, as well. What you had to endure to even find your confidence, how you had to redefine or find yourself again after uh, going through uh, maybe uh, you know divorce or sickness um, or maybe a change in your life that was major, whatever that traumatic experience might have been. And then we build your confidence from there because that will give you some key components of how to uh, maintain your confidence because life is still going to be lifing, right? And then we also go from there to building up from building your confidence, taking you on to be Godfidence because you also have to mirror that with some uh, God fearing things. Um, and I don't mean fearing meaning like, oh my God, I'm scared of God, but God-fearing things, meaning things that you are, your foundation, things that you uh, stand on, what is your truth. And with coaching with Miss Jessie, everything is based on faith. I am a faith-based uh, person and I love, I love my Jesus and therefore I do not hide it. And um, everything is filtered through that. Um, and that's, that's who I am. That's how I live. And that's how I coach. And therefore, um, you know, if you're looking and you're ready to be coached, you're ready to be transformed. You're ready to even face your traumas and once and for all uh, proceed to a peaceful life, a joyful life, a confident life in understanding that it's time for you to get the ish. And the ish is inner soul healing. It's time for you to get that rest. It's time for you to receive um, that abundant life that God has for us. And it's time for you to live in it and walk in it. Um, and it's time to serve the enemy. Notice that you will no longer be held down by your past or be held down by um, other people's, uh, uh, you know, uh, description of you. But instead, you will allow God's word to be what redefines you, repurpose you and replace you and again transform you and that will unlock everything that you need to be able to sustain your confidence 
face any new traumas that may come and more importantly be really strong in in your in your faith foundation and that's really what um you know i offer overall i mean there's other things that i offer but that is the gist of what coaching with miss jesse is all about um and we also have, uh, you know, uh, affirmations. Um, I have apparels, uh, you know, like I'm rocking one of my apparels now to say um, from broken to, um, to, to wholeness, from brokenness to wholeness, because we all know that we all come with the past. We all have issues and we all have grace and mercy of God. And thank God for that. And that's the intro for here for Coaching Wins with Jesse. Amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and dive into the questions. I have a few questions today, but honestly, wherever the Holy Spirit takes us is where we're going to go. So I hope you guys are ready and we're going to go ahead and get started. So let's start with, do you think closure is necessary? And if you say yes or no, why or why not? Oh, closure is not always necessary because number one, you may never get that closure. Does that mean your life should stop? You may never hear the words, I'm sorry. You may never hear the words, I was wrong. Should that mean that you should never move forward? Should that mean that you should never find peace? No, because what ends up happening is you're giving someone the authority to hold you bound. You're giving someone the okay to keep suppressing you because you're waiting for something that you just may never, ever get. And now you stay stuck in one position. You stay stuck in, in one situation. And therefore, you can't even uh, proceed ahead to see what God has in store for you. Um, mm. it, is, it is okay to, to utilize the gift of goodbye. It is okay to utilize the gift of, okay, I'm at peace with never hearing that and do the work for you. Do the work that's necessary for you to let it go so that your life can move in the right direction. Nothing worse than someone just being stuck. Mm. You just stuck, not just stuck, but you, you like still reliving and rehashing a situation that already happened. I have this, uh, you know, mindset is what happened already happened. Simple. We can't undo it. We can't, no, we cannot go back in time, even though we know there was a movie that says, uh, you know, that this like a uh, back to the future or even uh, things that make you think that you can like relive the past or go back. You can't, you know, those mm -hmm. are movies. Okay. Real life says this. What happened five minutes ago already happened. Yeah. So guess what? You cannot get that five minute back, but you can make a decision at this very moment to proceed in the future of the next five minutes. No need to stay stuck. No need to uh, rehash something that already has happened and no need to continue, uh, you know, staying still and waiting for someone to say, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, because it's like you're waiting for them to give yeah. you permission to live your life. And I love what you said about um, really just walking away or being empowered. I'm paraphrasing, I'm sorry, but really utilizing that goodbye. Because honestly, when I think about some situations in my life where I was like, oh, if that person would just say this, or if they would just like acknowledge this or that, and in some cases they did come back and do it, it really didn't make me feel much better. When I think about it, like I still had to go through my healing, you know? So it's just like, you think, oh, if this one thing happens, then it's gonna be all better. But that doesn't negate the fact that we still have to go through that process, like you said, of our healing and, you know, not constantly reliving that trauma or that situation and constantly just, you know, replaying it in our minds. So whether they apologize or not, whether they accept accountability or not, you have to move forward. You have to work on you. So I, I love that, that um, it's not necessary. It's not like a lot of times we feel like you must get it, but you don't need it necessarily. You know, it's good to have if you get it, but you don't need it. So when would you say is the optimal time for closure to be sought after? If you're just really like, I got to try, when do you think is a good time for that? I mean, honestly, I... I would say if a situation 
if if it's a new issue that just took place, maybe in the recent month or so, okay, that is still freshly new. Sometimes people do have to process, you know, and sometimes you may be dealing with someone that's a little bit stubborn, or maybe even you, you know, um, that needs to do that, uh, that apologizing or that uh, rectifying the situation or providing that closure. So it depends on what was the matter. There's a lot of different components to this, because there are some things that it requires an immediate, I'm sorry. You don't need no two, three, four, five months for that. Come on. <laughs> and then there's some situation that might be a that might have a little bit more, you know, depth to it. It may it may be something a little bit more traumatic. It may be something that might require some deeper uh, you know, process like counseling or something like that. Um, so you may have to utilize wisdom for that you know i don't know if it's a perfect timing for it uh as it as it is more about what the situation is and what does that uh process uh consist of um you know if i just had an argument with um with someone you know and we just said some words that wasn't really appropriate or whatever I don't believe I need a three month break, you know, or yeah. that person need a three month break. It may be a three hour, you know, three hours. It may be like, you know, I need some space a day away from you or, you know, and if you are a faith based individual, uh, the Holy Spirit operates sometimes very quickly. I mean, not okay. <laughs> all the time. Very, very like, you know, you did something wrong. You know, you shouldn't have said that immediately. Mm -hmm. Now we can choose to obey or not, but there's some things that, okay, that's an immediate, I'm sorry. Okay. You don't need to uh, go sit on the couch for it or anything of that nature. The Holy Spirit already convicted you on it. And that's the perfect timing to go say, you know what? I was wrong. I shouldn't have said that and forgive me, or even be able to be on the receiving end of someone and not constantly crucifying them to mm. all over again because you like don't want to let it go because you still mad. Listen, I literally had to tell somebody the other day <laughs> because I had did something that upset them. And this happened back in like March or something like that. And every time we would have like jokingly, you know, some joking type of banter or something, they will bring it up. And I'm like, okay, like the first time, two times, okay, he, he, ha, ha. But now it's like, what, four months later, you're, st you're still bringing, and it was so minuscule. And I already apologized. I explained, you know, I was wrong and all that. So I'm like, I'm going to need you to extend a little bit of grace. Like no, <laughs> nobody's perfect. And if you're going to keep bringing this up, it's going to make me not want to talk to you ever again, because who wants to be held with their feet to the fire? Till their last breath like come on now so i love that you said that yeah and we have to also like you say with the grace and mercy um we have to also understand that you know we are at times in need of that same grace and that same mercy from someone else or it may be the same person but we are always at need of grace and mercy from god every day you know for our wrong thinking our wrong doings our wrong sayings so we have to extend the same level of grace uh you know that we are asking god to give us to each other because the word says love your neighbor as yourself so you know you and yourself be messing up too so mm -hmm. you have to also allow room uh for other people that's going to make mistake and they may not even be a faith based so they might not even be living the life where the holy spirit is convicting them and really the truth of the matter is they are witnessing god's grace and mercy through your behavior and through your actions Mm, that's so good. That is so good because we are a walking witness, you know, <laughs> to God. So we have to keep that in mind too. Um, and you were, as you were speaking, I was like thinking, especially for those of us who are, you know, followers of Christ, because the Holy Spirit convicts us, it almost kind of seems like more often than not, if we're listening to the Holy Spirit, we're sensitive that we would probably err more on the side of that closure conversation or whatever. Because even if it's not necessarily like, 
you know, the Holy Spirit told you you did X, Y, Z or whatever, you're going to feel like something is wrong. And if you are being obedient, you're going to be like, you know what, let me contact this person. Let me say what I got to say, you know? And so I feel like as believers, maybe we might actually end up erring more towards closure and initiating that conversation. Yeah. Especially if it's us that did wrong, you mm. know, if we were the one who did something or said something, um, you know, yes, it's, it's, it's holding us accountable for our, our behavior. Like, Hey, you know, what you just did wasn't right. Now you need to call her. You need to fix that. Um, you know, and if you both are faith-based, you mo both might be dealing with it, but then you got pride that might show up out of nowhere mm. and be like, ah, oh, well, uh, I'm waiting for her to do it. I'm waiting for him to do it. I'm waiting. No, why should I have to do it? Uh, you know, and the truth is just the fact that you're having this, conversation it's a clear indication that the lord is dealing with you on this yeah. you know it's yeah. clear that okay well while you're sitting here going back and forth you could have already made that call <laughs> <laughs> exactly pride is ooh, the enemy ooh. will get that get you with that pride mm -hmm. he will get you with that pride if you're not careful so do you have any suggestions for how we should go about seeking closure like, are, are there any best tips? Have you utilized anything that worked for you? Um, yes, I, I, what I, I, I hate to use the word, uh, pride or proud myself, but I, I, I like <laughs> to think that I'm a good friend and not a perfect friend, but a good friend. Um, I definitely, uh, treasure relationships. Um, I treasure relationships because as, as the person that God created me, I, I like to really think of treating people the way I want to be treated. Um, will I slip up and do or say something that's not correct? Yes. But I, I try to really govern my life on God's word. And there is a process that God already provided for us when it comes to like offense, okay? Mm. There is a process in the word that tells us, you know, to go to that person and address the situation. Now, it doesn't say that they're gonna be like, oh, I'm so glad that you came to me, girl, I couldn't wait. It <laughs> not receive you, you know? Right. It may not go as smooth as you thought that it would, but then it might require, you know, like a, a, a second conversation. We don't have to be so quick to necessarily like cancel people out mm. or each other out, especially us faith-based individuals, because imagine God canceling us out the first time we slip up or the first time we did not, uh, you know, obey, um, you know, so we have to think there are a lot of pointers in, in also it really depends on situations mm. because every situation doesn't require the same level of actions or attention to, yeah. um, or delay you, you know, for mm. that matter. You really, I, so for me, I like to think that I stop and I really think about things. Um, it doesn't mean that I may now, cause you also have like holding grudges, you know, those things are also mm. the same as area Ooh. of pride, you know, or Ooh. stubbornness, you know, my toes there with the <laughs> It depends on what you are made up of. And I know for me, I can tell you like, okay, um, I two two true facts about me is this. Like, okay, can I um do I know how to cut somebody off once and for all? Yes, I do know how to exercise the gift of goodbye. However, I also am one that will take a beating and keep on ticking. Mm. So, you know, because I will take a lot before I utilize goodbye. But when mm. I say goodbye, I say goodbye. That mm. is the two things that, you know, it's like, well, if I'm, if I say I'm done with somebody, I promise you it wasn't because it was the first issue with, that mm. I had with them. It would have had to have been, several examples several issues because mm. i would i would because i really hold friendship near and dear to my heart so right. i wouldn't dismiss you right away 
you know? Um, so, but if I see that, you know, it's something that becomes a habitual situation that keeps hurting me, it keeps hurting me, that keeps hurting me. At some point, I have to utilize wisdom and I yeah. have to understand that I'm not a doormat, you know? Yeah. So I have to learn to utilize the gift of goodbye. Those are the areas that I actually have got to work with me on because although I don't cancel people, I know how to give you goodbye. Um, now it doesn't mean that, um, I, you know, I don't care if anything happened to you. It just means that I promise you what the access you had, you mm -hmm. will no longer have. And, so and it's challenging at times because it could be with people that you really love and mm. hold near and dear to your heart. But then you also have to look at it like, well, how are they reciprocating that relationship? Yeah. You know, do you care more about the relationship than they do? Mm. Um, you know, and some things should really be on the same, you know, level. Like yeah. you can't have friends like you like, yeah, that's my bestie. That's my bestie. At least you think you calling them your bestie, but to them, you an associate. Right. You know, right. you're just a girl they know. <laughs> no, but you telling everybody, yeah, my best friend and I, my best friend, they're like, who's your best friend? <laughs> you know, because they're like, well, I don't think you guys are right. seeing each other. <laughs> Y'all not equally yoke here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but even when we think about like dating, because a lot of the listeners on this show are single women or, you know, you know, you and single say this. Yeah, yes, right. <laughs> And so it could be, <laughs> it could be hard sometimes, especially as women, because when we're getting to know a guy, you know, we're really feeling him or whatever. We're like, oh yeah, that's my boo. Like we're, we're in there like swimwear and whole time he still sees you as an option or whatever, you know? So like you said, just making sure that, that you're not accepting things to the point where you are becoming a doormat. And I know for me, like I'm an empath. And so I have to be very cautious about who I let in to my inner circle like that. Because once I really care, like once you really in with me, I can really end up putting up with too much. And now I'm broken down, feeling battered, feeling like, you know, just used up and looking broke, busted and disgusted and just feeling like, man, like, how did I get to this point? You know, and, and then I can't even be the vessel that I need to be because I'm completely drained. Like I can't pour from an empty cup, you know? And so mm -hmm. it's just like, you have to have those boundaries in place. Like, and I love how you said, like, um, I might just create some distance, you know, like I might not completely cancel you, but it's recognizing like, okay, you can't be in the inner spheres of my life like this anymore because it's affecting me negatively. So I'll love you from a distance, you know, and us as Christians, making sure that we're not just canceling people because the world will cancel you over the slightest thing. And we're exactly. not called to be like that. You know, we're called to have mm -hmm. that grace. We're called to, you know, um, like, the Bible says, look at the plank in your eye before you point out the speck in someone else's. So mm -hmm. a lot of the time when we're holding them to the cross and nailing them to the cross and we're like, they did this, da, da, da. It's like, okay, but you have been the villain in someone's story before too. You know, <laughs> you have, you hurt someone too. So, you know, now depending on the offense, like you've been saying, cause that's true too. You know, some offenses, you got to know your boundaries. You got to know your, where the line is drawn. So some things, yeah, it's better off. You just cut that person off, but you definitely have to exercise like okay which scenario calls for what reaction and how am i going to go about that and enforcing those boundaries too can help avoid situations where you're having to seek closure left right and center because a lot of times we don't enforce our boundaries and then we're knee deep in a situation we didn't have to be knee deep, knee deep in yeah and boundaries are not easy to set especially when you had open access you know mm. um, and once you try to scale back access people get mad okay they're like wait a minute uh, oh no i know she's not acting funny <laughs> and, you know like oh wait a minute oh it used to be that you know they uh, they will pick up from me on the first ring now they just send me the voicemail you know <laughs> <laughs> um there's a book um that i read years ago and i still have this crucial conversations so this book, it was because I had to have a really, really tough conversation with another individual. Um, 
the, um, that I was serving with. And there's things that, okay, there's some things that I might be lenient on, but here's what I'm not going to be lenient on. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be lenient on if we are both faith-based individuals and you are you did something that was incorrect to me and we both know that you did it but then we're going to pretend that it did not happen and we're going to proceed to serve communion no Mm. sir i'm gonna draw the line because i'm not gonna do that because number one i in the sight of god we're not about to sit here and literally hear what the word says that if you have an art with someone that you know you hold on to that that, that little communion cup okay until you get <laughs> the situation fixed yeah but this moment i was um about to serve and i you know saw that this individual and i was about to be doing communion i'm like oh no sir because i hadn't mm. planned on taking communion because things was not right Mm. And I sure enough did not want to be serving communion with you. And I know that we're not right. So I had to figure out how to address this matter because the individual was very hostile. Mm. Like they were like, you know, although they had a title, but they had a lot of streets still like in them. And they had said things like they were straight from the street. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, oh no, we can't. (laughs) Okay, you can't be calling me to a fight in these streets. And then, oh, we're going to do communion together. And like, this never happened. And you use choice words that were not holy. Okay. Mm -mm. And so to me, I was like, okay, I can't do this. So I had to raise my hand up and say, to um you know the leaders that may that hey you know um this is problematic um i'm not gonna be able to do that so i said i'm not gonna do it so therefore i stood firm on that but then it was like what do i do now because this was still Mm. another sister in christ okay now this was a matter of communion but it was still a matter of relationship Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was an opportunity, uh, you know, for me to grow spiritually because just because another sister called you to a street fight, it doesn't mean you should go. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> so I wasn't gonna go to nobody street fight. Okay. Those days of my life was way gone and way over, <laughs> and keeping that whole Jesse behind. Okay. Um, but at the same token it was a conversation that needed to be had. So this book, Crucial Conversation, I had to go and read it and I had to let it get into inside of my DNA because I had to have a hard conversation with this individual and or at the same time doing it in love, at the same time doing it in a timely manner if it would be peaceful enough before we serve. Mm. And and the truth is, it wasn't, but I did do my part because I wanted things to be right before we go and offer other people, uh, you know, the bread of life, right? (laughs) Blood of Jesus, (laughs) because this is a significant thing. Like, you don't play with that, okay? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it did not go as intended, but... Mm. It forced me, and when I say force, it it took me out of my comfort zone because mm. I had to swallow my pride, and I had to kind of like stand firm, and I and because again, I'm going like against like a leader, so it's oh, like wow. it's like ooh, this is really tough. Yeah. Um, so, but because I read this book. And I also coupled it with God's word. I knew what I had to do was the right thing to do, but I I I wasn't sure if this individual would see it to be the same as Christians to say, like, hey, you know what? Let's just forgive each other and and yeah. and, and get things on the right path. But reading that book has opened my eyes to how I formulate conversations 
in how I formulate relationships because a lot of times it's just a matter of having the tough conversations and we avoid them because they are uncomfortable. Yeah. We avoid them because it's making us come out of our comfort zone and we avoid them because we're fearful and, but they need to be had. And yeah. if you're not having crucial conversation, it's almost like you're not practicing the gift of adulthood. That is adulthood. Mm. You have to that talk so to people. You, you have to say things so true. that they're not going to agree with. True. They're not mm. going to like it. Should you avoid the conversation? No. Timing does matter. Tone does matter. But avoiding crucial conversation, that cannot happen. You have to learn that. And that's how you will learn from there how to set the boundaries. Because you have to learn how to say, you know what, sis, or maybe it's a bro, we need to talk. Yeah, that's so true. Because I was going to actually ask, like, how can we set boundaries um, in general or when we're seeking closure? But just in hearing you talk I, and you summed it up, it really boils down to being a willing and able to have those tough conversations and practice makes perfect. You got to start with somebody somewhere, you know, and also um, being able to stand firm on like, okay, this is what I will do. This is what I won't do. And also the timing of that conversation, like when should it be had? Um, in my opinion, I feel like I'm one of those type of people that likes to just set everything up front. It's on the table. This is where I stand. This is how I'm coming. So that way it's like, you know, but so I would personally feel like for me, the sooner, the better to set those boundaries. But then once you have the conversation, an important thing too, is to follow through with your actions, you know? So you can't say like, oh, these are my boundaries, but then you're consistently, your actions are like the opposite of what you said your boundaries are, you know? And that is going to formulate opinions, whether good or bad. Like you were saying earlier, some people might be like, oh, well, she's, you know, thinking she's better than me or she's acting funny or she, but either way, I let you know what my boundaries are. So whether you like it or not, like, this is what I got to do for my own spiritual, mental health, you know, and all these things. And then also, I love that you brought up to us, and reminded us that God gives us instructions on how to basically handle conflict, whether it's seeking closure, seeking reconciliation, you know, um, confronting a grievance you have with somebody, whatever the case may be, it's in his word. And he tells us to go to that person. And the reason why that's so important, I saw this meme on, I think it was Instagram the other day, where it was like, you want to go to God in prayer first, and you want to approach that person. So that way, now you're not gossiping. Because now when you start gossiping, you're telling maybe a close friend, maybe people you worship with or whatever. And now you're tearing down that person's image to these other people. You're leaving a bad taste in their mouth, especially if they care about you. And now you are causing discord. <laughs> you know, you're putting this person in a bad light. You're mm -hmm. getting angry all over again and resentful because you're replaying it in your mind. So going back to what we were saying earlier, and you're causing all these things through sinful activity. Honestly, if we're keeping it a buck where you could have just went to God in prayer. He'll honestly shift your heart and your mind around it. it might not be an automatic thing, but he'll start to shift your heart and your mind. And then when you approach that person, sometimes it's honestly a misunderstanding too. Sometimes you could be like, I didn't like when they did that. Da, 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 da. And they're like, Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that, you know, that I did that. Or like you took it that way, you know? So that you could offend somebody without knowing, you know, some things are clear and evident and some things like, Oh, wow. I just really did not, uh, realize it. That's why for us, when people want to have crucial conversation with us, we have to be okay because we, we, you know, we can't say like, well, that shouldn't have bothered you. I, I, that, you mm. know, because we don't know um, what, uh, you know, how things might have impacted a, another person. Um, you know, what I love about the Bible is not only does it tell you the steps about how to handle offense, but there is at the end where it says like, if they're just not receptive, that you just keep it pushing, Yeah, you know? It tells you that after you follow all of those, it's like about four, five or four steps and it. It tells you what to do. I, I love the God's word. I'm like, oh, wait a minute now. I ain't even gotta make this up. Uh -huh. no, this is what it said. Now the process is going to be maybe weird and uncomfortable, especially if it's your first time exercising it or depending on the parties involved because like i said mine was with, was with the leader it's like mm. ooh, that's hard you know yeah. 
Um, but I've also had it with other, um, you know, sisters where, you know, it was like, hey, you know, I assume that you know better because we're both reading the word and governing our lives uh, by it. So why would you not know that this is the right thing to do? But yeah. even with that, I've learned. I've learned because I've had that instant really recent. Like I've learned that just because we're both uh, sisters in Christ, and we we should never make the assumption that everyone really applies God's word the same yeah. way. And not that you shame them, but you know to say that well. We're both sisters in Christ. You should be able to understand things the same way I understand things. We all process it differently and we all govern things differently because of the fact that we related to uh, past traumas or, uh, mm -hmm. you know, past experiences that we had and this, that, yeah. and the other. Um, so we, it's, there's so much things to consider when it comes into this uh conversation because it's not a one uh what is uh, it was to say it's not a it, it's not a one answer if or all you gotcha. know there's different little things that may matter and you know so it's important to really uh really make some true assessments about mm -hmm. what it is that you're dealing with in fair assessment, you know, yeah. and not just from our our own perspective, but the other person's perspective, and more importantly, the word of God. Yes, that's so important. So if we consider rekindling, because we talked about like you're trying to get closure, you reconcile, but you know, you're like, okay, I need some space. So let's say it's someone that you approach and they want to rekindle you know, the closeness or keep it there. And you're like, you know what? I do miss having them in my life in that way. Maybe I'll consider rekindling it too. Like, what are some things that you think we should be on the lookout for to know like, okay, yeah, this is worth my time? Well, first and foremost, if you decide to rekindle, you still can rekindle with new boundaries. Mm. Redefine what it looks like now. Now that you have had the crucial conversations, now that everybody understand what was said, what was done, and how it made we, us feel, we probably had tissue and cried about it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Now, let's flip it to the, okay, where do we go from here? And making sure that everyone is clear on what that is, you know, and, and have to be okay with the person's boundaries. Because if someone hurt you and they did something to you or you did something to someone, you cannot also indicate how they should want to proceed ahead, yeah. okay? And you cannot force that on people. It has to be organic, it has to be respected, um, and it has to be okay. It doesn't mean you have to agree, but you have to be okay that's that's where the differences are made because what I might be okay with may not be what you okay with. Okay, but so what, so asking the individual, what are you okay with? Now that we are redefining our relationship and we are going to rekindle, we cannot always pick up where we left off. Mm, that part. And, and, and that's important. Like some people would think like, oh, well, I thought that, that way we done spoke that we could just pick up where we left off. Oh. <laughs> Nobody said that part, you know. <laughs> that's the conversation. That's all part of the crucial conversation. Now that we have had the talk, now we need to know what moving forward looks like for us. And you're still discussing that with them and not placing uh unrealistic expectation that now you assume they should know. No, all this is happening mm -hmm. in the conversation. Okay, like yeah. you know, sis, you know, I, I know, you know, we just got. Ooh, I feel better now that we finished talking about this. Um, you know, and I just want you know make it clear that you know moving forward, um, that 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 that, so that we don't hit this roadblock again. Um, blah 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 blah. 
that's all part of conversation. I think like people call me an over communicator and I like to think that I am, but the truth is sometimes people don't hear you, even though you're saying it loud and clear, they still don't hear you. And we get to teach people how to treat us, not them just treating us how they feel like they want to treat us. No, I'm going to teach you how to treat me and respect me. Yes. Okay. And if I allow you to just make an assumption that this is what I should be okay with, then that means I have just told you that you get to decide how it happens over here. No, we have total right to uh, to protect our hearts and ourselves uh, because you know, the, the word says for us to protect our hearts, you know, we yes. have to protect our hearts. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be you not hard in your heart, but protect your yeah. heart. Okay. You have to know, okay, how to uh, have those, uh, you know, boundaries set to a place where, you know, in, I don't want to say to a place that we both are comfortable because you both may not be comfortable, but you may want to rekindle. And because the rekindling is happening, now we need to identify what the rekindling looks like in the new boundaries we are setting. And this is how we're going to respect each other. Yeah. And I love that you said that, um, that you really can't just go back and pick up where you left off. Because I saw a quote like that on Facebook earlier too, where it was like, well, that this quote was speaking particularly about broken trust, but I think that the sentiment can be carried over here where it's like, once you, the quote said, once you break someone's trust, it's like crumpling a piece of paper and smoothing it over. Like it's smoothed over, but that paper is never the same again. And I feel like that sentiment could be brought over here too. Like I, I forgive you, but that was an experience that happened. So it's always going to be in my mind, not going to be bound. I'm not going to be bound to it, but now our dynamic is different. Like, you know, it's not, it's not going to just go back to boom, here we are again. Like, you know, so I think when you go into it and both parties are mature enough to recognize that and not be offended by it, that helps the process as well. Cause it's like, okay, we can accept that this is not going to be exactly how it was, but we could be on a good page and we could, you know, be in good spirits with each other. So Oh, go ahead. And we don't, because we don't want to also be carrying baggage. And this is from me. All these things have taken a key in my life because I just, I can't afford stress and damage Mm. issues and dramas. Like I'm like, I am grown, grown. I don't want to be arguing about stuff about that just makes no sense. Okay. Mm. Um, but I, I have also been very intentional about my healing process. If they're not easy because there, there's people that you have to literally hand them over to God because that's just what you have to do. They're not your assignment, okay? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're also trying to fix people um, and, and while we're trying to fix them, we lose us. Yeah. And, um, you know, so there's, you have to be intentional about how you want to live life in this time of your life. I am intentional about my peace, my space, um, my life, because, uh, you know, I've had to learn things the hard way. I've had to get like that gut punch that was really painful. I've had to cry some tears. Um, You know, I've had to endure some really challenging moments when it comes to individuals that now I'm able to see things differently. And just because I'm seeing them differently, it doesn't mean that every relationship around me agrees to it. Uh, because now I set boundaries that matters for my life, you know, that matters for my health, that matters for my peace. So I'm very intentional to what I want in my space, mm-hmm. but at the same token, asking God to help me not like shut off 
right. the world or everybody. Um, but very intentional because I'm at a point where I'm like, God, I only want things that have the divine purpose in my life. Yeah. Divine connection, divine yeah. friendships, you know, everything that's going to ultimately give your name glory. Right. Now, he could also play something challenging to see if we have grown up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's why you also have to pray about every relationship that's in your life. Yeah. Every connection, every person that has entered, every person that is leaving, every person that is here. You have to pray about it because um, that's an, an important factor. Uh, and that's why I'm able to have certain conversations and be okay. I didn't say they didn't come with pain because yeah. they do. Um, because you might have to let go of someone that you really love, you know, um, from whether it's a relationship from a, from a friendship, from a family, uh, you know, from a, 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 a mate. But mm. when God says to leave it and walk away, you have to be like, you know what? I have to leave it and walk away yeah that's so true so true and it's hard and that goes back to what i was saying earlier about um why i'm even more careful about who i just let into my space in my close space because in my younger days i used to just be like okay yeah like we had a good conversation you in here like you know and i'm just like letting you all the way in just pouring it all and you know and then that led to pain like you said i had to learn the hard way in a lot of different ways and so in order for me to not come off closed off all the way and just shut out the world it's like okay well let me just um seek god about this person let me you know ease into it i don't have to just jump into the deep end because we had one good conversation like you know i can <laughs> ease into yeah. it you know enjoy the process and stuff and that way um if i start to see red flags i'm not drowning in the deep end i can say oh okay wait 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 like <laughs> you know and i could have better um you know management over my boundaries that way versus just doing too much and then just or on the opposite end being cold and just callous to everybody because i don't want to be either you know Right. Yeah. I, I think it's good to know that you don't want to be uh, either because God doesn't want our heart to be heartened, you know, because um, there is people that he may send your way. And, um, you know, you have to know that if this is a God sent situation that he's going to give you the grace uh to and you're going to be able to endure whatever that is because it would be for a purpose maybe it's a purpose for for them or it might be a purpose for you but if god allow a situation uh to enter our hearts and our, into our minds or enter our space then there is a reason for it which is why praying about it is very important and you know and sometimes people make it seem like you're being too deep if, mm. if you have to you know pray about certain things uh no you know if you're um a, a believer everything is about prayer i mean yeah you just prayed all the time he's the yeah. doctor like, <laughs> he didn't even do the little finger thing at the church where you like, <laughs> for a second. he just kind of like slipped away you yeah. know, he's Jesus. How he just slipped away and people didn't know him. <laughs> I would have been on the Savior, like, uh, he moved on. I'm like, Jesus was able to slip away and go in the cut and pray. And I'm like, y'all ain't have your eyes on Jesus, though. He was just <laughs> they did not, <laughs> they were not focused on Jesus. They're like, like, oh, he whatever. And he was able to still slip away and pray. <laughs> so that's what we gotta do. We mm -hmm. have to know that it is okay if we, you don't have to announce it, but you know what? I'm gonna go pray about this and yeah. say it. You know, don't be afraid or ashamed of saying it. Like, I have to go and pray about this because yeah. I'm a, I govern my life through God. So 
I need to talk to him about this. <laughs> and he will speak because there have been situations and relationships. So I prayed. I'm like, God, let me know. Man, he answered so fast. I'm like, dang. Like, you know, because you know how you pray, but you like, know, you're like, I don't want to let them go. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to let them go, but I'm going to pray, though. And God's like, nah, let them go. And I'm just like, yeah, dang. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's not for you, honey. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wait, what? Dang, damn, Lord, I've been asking you about this other thing. You still didn't give me a word on but yeah, you give me a quick. You done dropped it fast on me. And this, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm gonna need you to cut that off ASAP. What? I ain't even finished getting the words out. That is hilarious. So, last question, and then we gonna do the shameless plugs. Period. But how can? Well, let me say it like this: What are like one to two, one to three? Let's do one to three tips you'd give somebody who. Want your closure, maybe sought it, but didn't get what they were hoping for. How can they move on without that closure? That they went to go get the closure? Either they were searching for it or it just never came. Maybe they didn't approach a person. Well, again, I would say you have to be okay with not getting that. You have to be okay if someone did not give you the answer that you wanted or a situation did not work out to how you thought it should okay um and also you have to also if you again back back to faith base in the believer you know sometimes it is better that way mm. you know um, because it's another way of God protecting you, um, you know, in praying and asking God, he is the one that is most careful and intentional uh, and he is crazy about you. He don't play when it comes to you. So if you come to him and really say, God, this person, this thing, this situation really, really hurt me. And this person is just not responding the way that I think that they should. He's going to let you know, first and foremost, mm -hmm. that he is all that you need and more. So whether you get that, I'm sorry, or you get that, like, I did you wrong, or whatever you're looking for, and it didn't turn out, it's okay. Because one thing for sure is God has not left you nor forsaken you. He loves you unconditionally. And he is not like man. He's not fickle. He is not wishy-washy. He is not confused. So if you want to seek any, any, any answers that will give you the most comfort you seek God's heart. You seek his peace because he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, and that will be sufficient and it will be more sufficient than any answer or response that someone else can give you. Um, and he's a gift giver. He will give you double for your trouble. Mm. So yeah. if there was a fact that you like, man, God, I've been through this much with this person. I've been through this. I've been through that. I've been there for them. Blah, 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 blah. You're like, God, I don't understand. How could they not see this? Or how could they not? Whatever the blah, 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 or that, 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 that may be. God is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. There'll be nothing missing. There'll be nothing broken. So therefore, you go to him in your situation, in those, situ in those matters where you like, why couldn't they just say, I'm sorry? Mm. Um, God would not want you to stop living your life 
because you're still waiting from, and I, I'm sorry. He do not want you to be stuck in a rut because someone did not care for you enough to say, I'm sorry. He doesn't want that for you. He wants the best for you. He wants you to have the abundant life. And he wants you to have joy, unspeakable joy mm -hmm. that the world did not give and the world cannot take away. So it's, it's more important to have a deep relationship and connection with God that would help you to not necessarily you won't be hurt from people's um, behaviors and actions, but they'll be easier to process and they'll be easier to get over, you know, um, and you will have what I say again is the ish. You will have an inner soul healing and, you know, it's the song that says, I have peace that makes no sense. The people that are that you're looking for, I'm sorry from, they may know it and they may not know it. But I'm going to tell you like this. If they know that they owe you that apology, if they know that they did you wrong and they see you out here smiling, you still going on with your life, you still being joyful, you still doing what you got to do, you not like with your head hung down, your life ain't falling apart. Trust me, they're like, oh, wow. That, that thing is messing them up. Mm. You know, you got to think about that. Like, you know what? And it doesn't and, and don't get me wrong, please. Don't let's not let's not go with the fake until we make it. No, yeah. go with the truth and the reality. Let that be your truth. Let that peace be your reality. Let that peace be the fact. Because yeah. the Prince of Peace is walking with you, and therefore you will have peace that makes no sense. You will be smiling in the midst of tribulations, trials, and all of that, where someone thought that it should have worked one way, but God turned it around and had it work out for your good. So you yes. have to take a firm stance and, and, and a firm foundation on that to know, okay, yeah, I know you didn't you didn't come and say I'm sorry, but guess what? I forgive you anyway. Mm. I release them, even though they may never come to you. Don't hold mm. this thing and don't hover it. This because these things could bring stress on your body, yes. on your body. Now you're dealing with all kinds of extra mm -hmm. stuff. And guess what? They're probably somewhere living their lives too. You know, yeah. you by you all here, like, uh, broken down. Oh my God, I can't eat. I can't sleep. They out here wilding. They're chilling. They're on the gram, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and yet you're dealing with sorrow. And hey, yeah. listen, weeping may do for a night. Yes. But baby, baby, come on now. Come in the morning. Yes. And like, like the word says, God gave us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And That's it's right. crazy because I was on a prayer call this morning and we were talking about positioning and repositioning and positioning ourselves to get everything that the enemy tried to steal from us. Because all he does is come to steal, kill, and destroy. And he'll use people, he'll use situations, he'll use trauma, he'll use hurt to keep you stuck and bound. So we're going to, going to reposition ourselves or get in position if you weren't in position before to take your joy back, take your happiness back, take your love back, take all of that back. Like it's literally a choice that you make to say, you know what, today I'm going to dust myself off and I'm going to just put one foot in front of the other. I'm not yep. going to be perfect, but I'm going to just, I'm going to walk. And I'm, I'm going to lean on God while I'm walking. And before you know it, you'll look up and be like, wow, it's been a month. It's been two months, three months. I feel like a whole new person. Like I feel, you know, like you're not even, it's not even going to be on your mind like that for real. Right. Like, you're going to literally be like, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Like, you know, it's not going to have that stronghold on you. Because that's and all the enemy does. Surround yourself with people who are genuine to you. Surround mm -hmm. yourself with people 
who are good to you. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to surround yourself with the stuff that's not even, you know, serving you anymore. Like, yeah. you know, let it be what it's going to be. And, and the truth is, time heals all wounds. If you do the work, that's the key. Yeah. You have to do the work. And you have to be okay with being okay. Mm-hmm. That is so true. So, so true. So, Jesse, you spilled so many gems. And I want, before you go, I want you to have an opportunity to tell us where we can find you, do all of the plug-in. Ain't no shame in our game over here. So, <laughs> let us know. And I'll put it in the show notes and description box for y'all, too. Okay. Yes. Um, of course, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, you can connect with me under my business name, which is Coaching with Miss Jesse. And you can also find me on Instagram, Coaching with Miss Jesse. Um, I have a, also my website, Coaching with Miss Jesse. Um, dot com. Uh, I also have my email, Coaching with Miss Jesse at Gmail dot com. Um, I also have a link tree, um, and I do have several of um, other. Uh, businesses uh i have apparels um like i said um right now i have them on etsy um i'm actually thinking uh, of changing from etsy to uh shopify um uh but right now they're with etsy but whenever i do change it it's going to be all um listed under my link tree um which is also uh, the the link tree can be found um on my uh, social media as well. Um, and uh, of course, if you are looking for a coach, um, you know, I, you know, I like to say I am your confidence life coach. You can also find me on TikTok. Um, uh, I am your confidence life coach. And by all means, I, you know, I always say that uh, people do three things before considering me to be your coach is first say yes to you, giving yourself permission, uh, the access and the okay and the go ahead to say I'm ready, okay? And then say yes to me because now you say I recognize this is my person, this is the coach that I want to be coached by. And then I'll say email me at coachingwithmissjessie.com at gmail.com and say, I'm ready to be coached. Um, because until you really ready to do the work, you're going to still be expecting something different. And the truth of the matter is no matter how many coaches you get, if you don't do the work, you will not see results. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you, if you say you, you have to make the most out of, uh, you know, the resources and the work that is necessary. That's why I always say do those three steps first because the coach don't want to waste their time and they might still take your money now. Come on. If you're not, you don't want to do the work. You cannot blame a coach to say that it did not, it did not uh, plan out. You have to do the work and they do hold you. I hold you accountable. Um, I'm not here to do the work for you. I hold you accountable because now this is your life and this is a decision that you are making. And therefore you want to show up and get the most out of it. Um, and, uh, I also have a, um, a, a a journal that I wrote in, I think in 20, 16 it says 31 days journey uh with god it is a journal where um it's a prayer for 31 days also there's a area for uh, aha moments where you can um you know uh you know really write out your thought what was the download i provide you the scripture and all of that um uh i also do affirm words of affirmation um because the Lord do download things to me and I share them periodically. Um, and eventually those will turn out to be um, like a little affirmation cards coming soon. Um, and, and, and really my podcast is also in the process of in the works and it's going to be called um, the Ish 
podcast, which is Inner Soul Healing. Um, and the reason why Inner Soul Healing matters is because everything you do on the outside truly is governed by what's happening to you in the inside. So I like to say that let's live our lives from the inside out. So if you have inner soul healing, then you are you're going to function and operate from a place of healing, which means everything else around you will be subject to that same fact and that same matter. Um, I just um, converted my uh, Facebook um, uh, community from um, from um, public to private because um, I wanted to have an area in a place where um, you know I can bring all of my butterflies. Um, yes, that is what I call my community, the butterflies, and. Um, Reason being is because uh, I am like, I connect things to the butterfly and, you know, going from all of that, you know, ugly state and then something beautiful comes out of it. So I say, if you really show up and do what needs to be done, you are going to find yourself better and you'll be able to fly freer. Um, and um, so I created the, 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 um, page to now be private so that we can have a place to commune and conversate and have real talk and have moments where a vulnerability um, ways that we can hold each other accountable and allowing um you know sisters to speak to one another about different issues and different situations um that they may be facing because a lot of times when you're dealing with trauma it is very delicate and um and you want uh outside of god holding your heart as a fragile state but there also community that will also help hold you up in prayer hold you up with um reminding you of who you are and who god says you are when the world is tearing you all apart and all of that um so that's something new that i just kind of um uh working on um but there's a lot of things in the works and in the making. Um, and I am really excited about what God is doing in this season. And um, I'm just looking to serve in whatever capacity God would allow me. And I am just looking to serve those that he would have me serve. Because we're not for everyone. But the ones that God assigned me to, I want to give a hundred and ten percent too. That's so true. And thank you for the plug. So y'all heard coaching with Miss Jesse on all platforms and coaching with Miss and at gmail.com. Tap in, join the community, get the coaching. I always tell people never underestimate the power of a good coach. Coaches help you propel into your future. Okay. So this isn't counseling. Counselors tend to look back and kind of work on all of that but coaches more so are trying to get you to a better future. So it works, y'all. Contact her. Also, don't forget to look in the show notes in the description box. I'll have all her link, all of her links down there for your convenience. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. There were so many gems. I hope you found some encouragement, some motivation to get up and walk in the fullness of God and the fullness that God has for you, the abundance he has for you. Give this show a like, leave a comment, subscribe or follow on your platform of choice and share this with a friend. We all can use the gems that were dropped today. So without further ado, thank you for listening to Form My Sisters with Dell podcast. Jesse, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you. And this won't be her last time. Y'all will hear her <laughs> some more, but I'm going to let you go ahead and go and love you, sisters. I'll see you or talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of For My Sisters with Dell Podcast. Don't forget to keep the conversation going and use the hashtag For My Sisters Pod on social media so I can see you and show you some love. If there are any topics you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, be sure to email ForMySistersPodcast at gmail.com. I'll see you on the next episode. Love you. Bye.